0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, you might be the killer. It's summer camp. What did you expect? Yo Joe Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Troy.
0: And there's still no Hot Lanta.
1: Nope. He is on non permanent hiatus. Yeah. I hope. He'll be back eventually. Yes. Well, he better be back next week because he suggested the next movie. And if we're going to watch it, he's going to watch it too.
0: Yeah, he's got out of that
1: death sentence more than once. Like, Fucking Human Centipede three, fucker. So this movie, Chris? Mm-hmm. Where does it start? Starts at the beginning. No, it doesn't. It starts like three quarters of the way through starts
0: the movie. In media res.
1: <laughs> yes, with uh, with somebody running through the forest carrying a baseball bat, face covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, then, uh, he's hiding. Yep, in a cabin. And he decides to call his friend Chuck because Chuck will know what to do. So he pulls out his iPhone and tries to use his facial recognition to open up the phone. But the fact that his face is covered in blood apparently makes it a bit hard. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good little gag. And so he like cleans off his face a little bit. Phone unlocks. He calls Chuck. Who is working at a comic book game movie store? Yeah, some kind of nerd emporium. Yeah. I mean I used to work at one of those, so I, I'd recognize the setting. And uh, and it's our it's our friend Willow. Mm-hmm. Even though her name tag says Charlotte, she goes by
0: the name Chuck. Yeah, you know, that common shortened Which version I, of Charlotte.
1: I guess Charlotte is the female version of Charles. So I guess Chuck is the shortened version of Charlotte.
0: I mean, according to this movie.
1: Yeah. Also, I think it's because Chuck Wendig, the author helped invent this movie on Twitter, but
0: fair enough. Yeah. He's uh, talking to Willow and he's like, uh, I don't mean to alarm you, but, uh, there's a killer at the summer camp. And Willow (laughs) is like, for real, that's great. <laughs> Everything I've ever wanted.
1: Yeah, it's about time this has finally happened. You've been working there how long? <laughs> and so she asked how many counts how many people are dead? And the answer is a lot, as counted up visually on the screen very quickly. Like zero five seven eighty nine a lot. Yeah.
0: And uh well, it's like whoa, 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 start at the beginning. So we uh we get a flashback, and uh, I hope you not you like uh, non-linear storytelling. Oh God! Because if you don't, oh God, <laughs> you're in for some trouble. Yeah, if, if you don't like
1: non-linear storytelling, uh, just just turn off the podcast now. <laughs> Come back next week.
0: Yeah, you, you think our normal inability to recount a story from beginning to end is bad?
1: Yeah, I almost lobbied to uh, just have us do this linearly, no matter what, but that might have made a little less sense when people actually tried to watch this movie, and they're like, what? This doesn't sound anything like what they were talking about.
0: So, uh, we flash back to day one at that summer camp, Yep. and, uh, the boss man, phone guy, I forget his name, Topher, Topher. Topher. He's uh he's like all right come up and get your uh your official camp shirt and put your phone in the box because this weekend we're no phones we're off the grid it's all natural baby nature, our nature is around. our nature he says
1: yeah and so we're introduced to all of the counselors most of which I don't remember the names of or yeah. even who they were there's there's a couple important ones, I guess. Yeah, well, there's Steve the Kayak King. Yes, Steve the Kayak King. There's Brad. Uh-huh. Uh, there is uh, Sarah Plain and Tall. Uh, there is... There's a lot
0: the ex-girlfriend. Amani, the,
1: the ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And the rest. And the rest. One of which is kind of... Slutty ish, and yeah, no one really has any defining qualities. One dude looks like, you know, like bro jock, like white bro jock guy, and that's really the only other one I can think
0: of. Well, and the, uh, the yeah, no, that's it. That none of them really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: These are these are definitely Friday the 13th counselors, not Nightmare on Elm Street counselors.
0: Yeah. And so uh tofer uh starts smelling something in the cabin because somebody is dumping gas under the door to light it on fire. Yes, while he's talking on the
1: phone with Chuck because the flashback is ended now. In case anyone else was confused by Chris's transition. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember installing gas back in that time period.
0: Well, get used to that.
1: Yeah. So, uh... We need need Brett with his air horn sound so we can uh, define the transitions between times. Yeah, just a nice air
0: horn blast. (laughs) Yep. Flashback over. (laughs) So, uh, Topher busts out of the cabin because these cabins are incredibly flimsy. He kicks the wall out.
1: Yeah, because they're basically just like
0: fucking particle board nailed to the outside
1: of two by four studs. Yeah. And so he just kicks his way out of the fucking cabin, which makes
0: sense. So he uh, he finds a new hiding spot and calls old uh, Willow back. And so she's like, "Well, let's uh, let's." hit flashback town and figure out how we got to where we are
1: more or less and it's just what's fair who the killer is because if you know who the killer is you can you know they know what kind of movie they're in at this point
0: yeah
1: you know it's like is it is it you know like someone whose child died at camp and now they're trying to get revenge is it someone who was molested at camp and trying to get revenge like what is this and he's he like, yeah. I don't know. And she's like, well, how did... Let's try to think back to see what we can find out. And uh, let's see. Well, there's... Um, the One of the last thing he remembers... He doesn't remember a whole lot for some reason. But the first thing he remembers is Brojock and one of the female counselors running around... or walking around and... Brojock's like, you know what? I'm just getting out of here. He's carrying an oar or a paddle. I'm sorry, it's a paddle. Uh, and because it's a canoe and uh, not a kayak. And they, um, and then he's arguing that they should just leave. And she's like, no, we should stay. And then the killer comes up behind Brojock and stabs him and then cuts her throat. And that's one of the killings, and I believe those are numbers nine and ten on the death count. Yeah, eight and nine, somewhere yeah, this- there. But they did give us a nice visual, like like the start of the flashback. They have the number of counselors who have been killed as a number in Arabic numerals, and then they, uh, and then after the, everybody dies, they update it.
0: Yeah, and that's basically how you know where the flashback is in sequence is what that number is. Yeah.
1: Nice little tool. And then they flash to Chuck the Kayak King or I'm sorry, Steve the Kayak King uh, hanging by one foot and having been disemboweled and everyone like freaking out cause like someone else is dead and they can't find so-and-so and Topher just l- tosses his cookies cause it, the dude's been disemboweled
0: and it's kind of gross. Yeah. So they come up with and a they, plan. Yeah. The plan. And the plan is to patrol the area. Like some of them are going to go patrol looking for the guy while the other guys set up varying forms of, uh, Defensive booby traps. traps. You know, you got your uh, things tied to string, like pots and pans. So you know somebody's coming. Apparently Sarah Plain and Tall digs a mean pit. Yeah,
1: real fast, too.
0: Yeah. Like, she's super good. Yeah. And And uh, Imani is making steaks. Yeah, because they're making a good old-fashioned punchy pit.
1: And everyone else goes wandering around looking for the killer, because that seems smart. Yeah. But it's a movie, so of course
0: they do. And, uh... Somehow or another, Willow... Don't you have a book, Chris? Come on. I do, but it's bad. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no, we're in trouble, folks. Because there's so much flashing backwards and forwards in this fucking movie, we're never going to keep this straight. (laughs) No.
0: So, in regular present time, Willow and Topher are trying to figure out who the killer is. And, uh... Apparently, the killer has a mask.
1: Yeah, because the first Topher says he's ugly, and she's like, well, is he Freddy ugly? Or, like, maniac cop ugly? And Topher's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so yeah. Like, I I hate you so much right now. And then he's then then they figured out that it's actually a mask. And one of the ways they figure out it's a mask is because Topher has the mask in his backpack.
0: Yeah. And Willow's like, hold on. You don't happen to have I don't know, some kind of murder knife, do you? He's guess like, I "No, I have no. this
1: baseball bat right here." Oh. Oh, no, I guess I do have a knife thing that's made
0: out of jawbones. So, that's weird.
1: Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, you mean like the one that the killer was carrying?" And he's like, y- yes? And she's like, "You know, you you might be the murderer." Inter film title. And he's like, "But why would I kill anybody?" She's like, I don't know. If you're the murderer, you should be <laughs> we need to find out why.
0: Yeah. And is like, Well in that case, I'm just gonna get rid of the mask and the problem solved. Bada boom, bada bing.
1: And she's like, That might not be such a good idea, but he's like, No, no, great idea. Destroy no, the, mask. Great. Get the mask. It's the mask of like wood, I'm going to burn the mask.
0: Yeah. So he goes and sets it on fire, which just burns him in the face.
1: Yep. And she's like, I was afraid you were going to be linked to the mask. That's pretty common in these situations. And he's like, wait, these situations? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but at some point we get a flashback to, oh, he goes and hides in the pool. The fuck, the, the shower's in the pool. And we get treated to the flashback of him in the mask killing two people because they were skiddy dipping in the pool. Yeah. Like cuts one dude's head in half. Yeah. Well, it's just
0: pretty critically.
1: good. Yeah. It was pretty good. And then just, she, he drowns the girl
0: and, and then, uh, he goes and hunts down two others in the kitchen. Cause they're going to have a party and you know, what they're
1: going to party with Chris Motherfucking s'mores. <laughs> yeah, two yeah. thirds
0: of two thirds of s'mores.
1: Yeah, yeah, the mushrooms and the cho- marshmallows and the chocolate. Yeah,
0: yeah the, the, the. What kind the of s'mores are you country. eating with mushrooms?
1: <laughs> Good s'mores, Chris. Don't <laughs> knock them till you've tried them.
0: It's just—it's really just, it's, just mushrooms, and then you don't care what's happening after about twenty minutes. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Huh. What if you if you roasted those mushrooms? Do they lose their psychedelic qualities?
0: Um, uh, my friend once told me no. Okay. I I got that from a friend. I don't know that. That would make an interesting pizza. That's all I'm saying. A hoagie.
1: I could see that. Also, never did that. No, I can imagine not.
0: No, that you that
1: you don't seem like the type, Chris. That would be irresponsible. Was, and you are definitely not irresponsible because you're the only one that keeps this podcast running. Uh, that's true. And that that takes nothing but mescaline, <laughs> uh well, good old Me thank you Mescaline for me having a podcast of talk on. <laughs> don't take me take all this mescaline, <laughs> this makes me think of fear and loathing in Las Vegas um yeah, and so, yeah, so he I don't know, stabs the dude some standard kill, but then the girl. Actually, like, beats him up a bit because I think she might know karate. Well, she whips a bunch of stuff at him. Yeah, but she actually just punches the shit out of him a bit, too. Yeah. But then he, like, knocks her down, gets her head in the fridge, and then just slams the fridge door on it uh, an innumerable number of times. Yeah. Like, I was waiting for her head to just pop off. I thought that was going to be the end of the scene. But no. Eventually, he just gets tired of like slamming her head in the door over and over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. Well, and for a split second, he he regains his faculties while in the mask, yeah. and then feels bad about you know all the murdering, murderedly urdling. But then the mask takes hold, and he goes and hunts down Steve, you know, the kayak king. Yeah, and it, and, the, and the,
1: at this point the mask is like whispering to him, you know, like kill them, kill them all, yeah, kill the kayak
0: king, yeah, which is pretty good. <laughs> I like that bit.
1: Yeah, and so he, um, and Steve, like super friendly, like hey dude, like what's up? Oh wait, wait, who are you? Ah, then like gets knocked out. Yeah,
0: R.I.P. Steve.
1: Yep. And so he's tying up Steve and like hanging him off like feet first off of a branch and starts like slicing and dicing his guts. And then Steve's leg comes out of the out of being tied, comes untied, I believe is the term I'm looking for, and kicks him in the head and knocks the mask off. Yeah. And he's kinda like, Wait, what what's going on? And then sees Steve and screams very loudly, because somebody has been disembowelled, and he's right there, and he's scared,
0: yeah, so then we we flash back again to the first night, and they're uh drinking beers and telling stories and goofing around and uh tover tells the story about how. The area is cursed because back in the day, when the Cajuns settled the area, there was... Uh, the, the,
1: the people living there weren't too happy
0: about it? Yeah, the indigenous folk. They uh, they didn't care for it. And as the Cajuns settled, a bunch of weird stuff would happen where people were murdered or killed themselves, and it was a bad time. And one of the uh, indigenous folk, they trapped the evil spirit... In a tree. Yes. And then... Later... 100 years later, I believe... Yep. Local woodsman... Name not mentioned. Woody. I'm assuming his name is Woody. Yeah, that's how they used to do it, right? Well, that's his uh, surname. Yeah. Captain Woody. Captain Woody. He, uh... He found the tree... And was compelled to make a mask... And then the mask gave him nightmares, so he went to destroy it, but instead of destroy it, he put it on and murdered everyone. Murdered everyone. Except, Except for
1: the chicken butcher. Yeah. <laughs> Who killed him with her butcher and axe.
0: Yeah. And legend says that the mask has been buried with the, the woodsman somewhere on this very property. Dun-dun-dun.
1: And so Amani's like, well, obviously we have to go look for it now. Yeah, which, I mean, reasonable. Yeah, and so they all go running off except for Topher, Sarah played in tall, and slightly slutty girl. Yeah. And the other reason I call her slightly slutty girl is because she kind of implies she wants to take Topher out in the woods and bang him. Once yeah. they find the mask. And she figures he knows where it is because his family owns this land, and so she figures if he knows the legend. She, he knows where it's at. Yeah.
0: And so it's the old uh, trick him into showing you the unmarked grave in the woods. Move gambit. Yeah, yeah. We've we've all done it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I've done that once or twice.
0: And so uh, Topher goes to the unmarked grave in the woods. And uh, turns out the mask is just, like, sitting there under some leaves. Yeah, because she's like, he's like, look, see, there's
1: the grave. We're good to go. Like, can we leave now? And she's like, no, I want to. She's like, what's this say? He probably says, hey, you found my grave. Congratulations. Now leave. And she's like, but what's under this? underneath this very thin layer of leaves? She's like, oh, look, it's a mask. And she's like, I'm going to put the mask on. He's like, no, I don't do that. She's like, why? Like, he's like, just don't do it. She's like, fine. You put on the mask and puts it on his face. And then all the whispers start and it tells him that the knife inside the tree trunk is his. And so he pulls it out of the tree trunk, like in the ax, the enchanted ax in Morrowind in the first down. And, uh, and then, uh, he slices and dices her a bit. Cause that's what he does. Cause he's a killer. No.
0: Yeah. And uh, he just kind of keeps thinking about other murders. And yep. so he keeps seeing yep. Imani in the punji pit. So we get to see how yep. that all plays out. Yep. So they and come up because... with, a, with a plan in this flashback. Where yep. Topher is going to be the bait. And he's going to lure the killer back to the pit area where they can shove him in a pit because I don't know, he's the goddamn coyote from the Roadrunner cartoons.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. So uh it's all going well insofar as he shows up at the appointed area and Amani tries to lure him into the pit. Which doesn't go well, because of course it doesn't. You're trying to lure something into a pit. That's not...
1: But they did cover it with leaves, Chris.
0: No, that's true. They did use those non-indigenous plants to cover it.
1: Well, I mean, it's in Louisiana, so those might actually be indigenous, but they were definitely not anything that they'd shown
0: on screen. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, she, she gets him to chase her. She runs towards the pit. He tries to one-person schoolboy trip him somehow. Not sure what what the plan was there. <laughs> she just kind of dives to the side, and then he just leaps over the pit and then chokes her out and throws her in the pit.
1: Yep. Where she
0: gets punjied. And then, nondescript female character uh, charges him and gets her head lopped clean off.
1: Yeah, she was the one who was... her Her plan in life was to marry a rich guy. And that's how she was going to – because I think Sarah Plain and Tall was like, oh, I'm going to – or maybe, no, this was the girl who was – the karate master girl was like, oh, I'm going to do this and this and, like, yo, like, this will be my career, blah, blah, blah. Like, what about you? And she's like, I'm going to marry a rich guy.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I mean –
1: Everyone's like, well, fair enough. I mean, that's –
0: that works. That is also a plan. Yep. And – because of his emotional attachment to uh, ex girlfriend Amani, he can yeah. pull the mask off. He can fight through the evil mask powers. Uh, I just realized that Brett would have a fantastic
1: song for this movie, Chris. Oh yeah, masks he, off. Yeah, he would. Yeah. You just thought that make that the outro, Chris. Maybe I will. I'm, I'm demanding it. The the fans have spoken. I can hear them in the future. Future fans. Yeah.
0: Well, get it? Kurt fans in the future. Future fans? Because yeah. that's the person what made the song? Yes, I get I, it. Thank you, I, Chris. I did it. Yeah. Negative Woo. joke points.
1: Yep. <laughs> Good thing Brett isn't here to sign points.
0: So um back in normal time, now that uh Willow is all caught up on the murder count. Murder the Urdler count she's like, Well you better watch out because you're only down to one or two and from everything that you're telling me it sure sounds like Sarah playing at all as the final girl in this scenario, and she's definitely yeah. gonna be the one to kill you. And he's
1: like, What do you mean? Like Brad's like buff and athletic mm pretty sure he's the one who could take me out rather than like, you know, the girl who's ninety eight pounds dripping wet. And Will's like, no, that's not how this works. Think about like Friday the thirteenth and Freddy you know and nightmare on Elm Street and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's it's always like the the pure and innocent girl at the end who's left at the end who takes out the killer. It even happens in real life and then she lifts off a couple of things which I have no idea are actually real or not. But I'm actually going to assume they are.
0: I cannot imagine that a real serial killer was stopped by a nun dropping a bell on him. I I want that to be true so badly. I do want to live in the world where that's a thing that happened, but I don't think that is the world we live in. It's the world I live in now, Chris.
1: Anything to the contrary is now fake news. Fake news. (laughs)
0: That's fair. I won't I don't want to subject yep. you to a reality you don't want to live in. Exactly. I'm going to reject your reality and substitute my own.
1: So uh not forget we do, news, a, we do get a flashback at some point to like why he is so infatuated with Amani. Yes. Where they're they're on the dock, sitting on the dock of the bay. At the, uh, at the camp, and Brad the kayak, ki- I'm sorry, God damn it, Steve the kayak king is teaching all the kids about canoeing because they're fucking, they're fucking canoes, not kayaks, as Steve points out at one point. And so him and went, anyway, but Topher and Amani are talking and he's just like, well, I mean, we're totally like boyfriend and girlfriend forever now, right? And she's like, no, this is a summer fling. He's like, no, but like forever now, right? And she's like, no Summer Fling you just need to chill out dude like relax and he's like I am relaxed see and then she pushes him into the lake
0: yeah classic move yeah
1: and then Steve the Kayak King is like hey everybody let's point and laugh at Topher
0: yeah which (laughs) which is pretty good yeah so meanwhile in current times Tofford decides that he's going to make the sacrifice to try to stop everything by smashing up the mask, while Brad closes in. Yes, but it doesn't so, work. To- no,
1: Tofford's like he throws it on the ground and tries to jump on it. And every time he like you know hurts the mask, he hurts his face. And then the mask is flipped over, so like the the part of the mask that goes against your face is pointing upwards. And there's a great bit of physical acting where he keeps getting his face dragged towards the mask and then trying to stop it. And then like his arm tries to pull him towards it, and he grabs his arm and it's real good.
0: Yeah. He was channeling his Bruce Campbell.
1: Yeah. He went full Bruce Campbell on it, which you should always go full Bruce Campbell. And, uh, but at the end of the day, well, at least the end of the scene, uh, he, the mask gets put on the face right as Brad shows up and Brad tries to attack him and Killer Tover just slices through both of Brad's, like, elbows at the same time with one stroke. <gasps> yeah. And then Brad's kind of like, what?
0: <laughs> yep. And then gets killed. Yeah. So now we're down to the final girl. Or are we? I don't know, Grace. are we? I-, I lost count. Nah. Because it turns out Amani did the old flirt into the the spike pit, but dodged all the spikes in the spike pit and act like your dead trick.
1: Well, except for one spike kind of got her in the side a little bit.
0: Yeah. And it's only a flesh wound. And, uh... She meets up with Final Girl, Sarah all And they, uh... They go run and hide in a shed.
1: The tool shed. They're like, we're gonna find some weapons here. And they're like... What about this weapon? And like, well, no, because like by the time you get close enough to use it, he's going to slice you up. Well, what about this weapon? Like, well, you get one shot with it. If you miss, he's going to slice you up. And like, what about this weapon? And he pulls and grabs like the big sledgehammer. Like, oh, that's too heavy. And while they're having this whole conversation, Killer Tover shows up.
0: Yeah. And they, uh, they managed to get the upper hand courtesy of a shovel. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah Planting uh, whacks him with the shovel. Yeah, which and, knocks off the mask, and then they lock him in the tool shed. Yep. And he's like, thank
1: you so much for getting that mask off of me. It's not me, it's the mask. Here, talk to my friend Chuck. She'll tell you all about it.
0: Yeah, and he's like, look, here's the trick. If you both are alive, then I get to be alive. Because as long as you're both here, nobody's the final girl, and I won't get killed. See, this is all reasonable. Reasonable, I say.
1: And And they're like, well, Chuck is, Chuck is walking them through the whole final girl situation. They turn their backs to the cabin or the tool shed. And then you start hearing the whispering again. And Topher is being drawn towards the mask. And he's like, uh, guys, guys, but they're too busy trying to hash out what to do with Chuck. And by the time they figure it out, he has the mask back on and they run away. And then he just kicks his way out the side of the shed because again, the shed's made out of like MDF and two by fours. Yeah.
0: So they, uh, they take off into the woods and, uh, they managed to escape for now. And Imani's like, wait a second. So if I am the only one alive, I'm the final girl and I win. So maybe I'll just kill Sarah Plain and Tall because I'm obviously more physically uh, capable of murdering a guy.
1: And then Chuck tries to explain again that it's not about physical strength or, you know, ability or skill or any of that. It's about purity. Yeah. And during that whole conversation, Sarah Plain and Tall takes the shovel whacks Amani, and then drives the blade of the shovel into her head a couple times, just to make sure she's dead.
0: Yeah. And then she's like, no, don't worry, I got this, I'm the final girl.
1: And then Chuck's like, well, then I guess you better go she's like, I'm gonna kill him right here. And Chuck's like, no, 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 you need to do it, like, on suitable ground, like, there's gotta be, like, resonance to this whole situation. So, go back to the, uh, go back to the uh, the the woodcutter's grave because that's where this should happen. She's like, but I don't know where that... Then Sarah Plantall's like, but I don't know where that is. And then uh, Chuck's like, well, Topher said he killed somebody at the pool after, after he left there, so it's probably got to be near the pool somewhere. So she goes running off and leaves the phone.
0: Yeah. And uh, Topher finds Amani and is overcome with emotion, which... Gives him the uh, willpower necessary to pull the mask off, and now he uh, he comes to his own independent conclusion that he should just yeah. go put the mask back because that'll fix it.
1: Yeah, I mean, because if it was if it was safe in the grave before, it would be safe in the grave after,
0: right? Yeah, reasonable enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so he, he goes. He goes there, and there's Sarah, plain and tall, ready to murderly urdler him with the shovel. And he's like, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm not, see, no mask, not the killer. Um, can we just bury this thing so that I never have to wear it again and kill people? And you're really good at digging holes, so why don't you dig the hole and then bury the mask for me so I don't even have to look at it, because I'm afraid if I look at it, I'm going to want to put it on. And she's like, sure. So she goes and digs the hole. And then she, he's like, just dump the bag in there and don't even look at the mask. And, oh, but could you get my keys? Cause my keys are in the bag. And then she goes to grab the keys and the mask. They're in the mask, of course. And so she sees the mask, the whispers start up. And then he's the whole time. This is like, most of this is being shot over Topher's shoulder as he's like, He's like, I'm just going to trust you because I don't want to turn around and accidentally see the mask, so I'm just going to have to trust you this whole
0: time, and there's lots of trust and trusting, and I trust you. There's no way anything bad could happen now. We clearly have made it. We are in the clear. And I trust you. Nothing but trust here between the two of us who have been trying to kill each other for the last uh, who knows how long.
1: I don't know. Can you make a circle of trust of just two people?
0: Do a Is trust it more fall? More of just a
1: line the- of trust at that point?
0: Yeah. And, uh... Spoilers. Sarah Plane Natal succumbs to the delicious mask voice. Puts on the mask and, and murders the shit out of him. Yes. Gets Chuck on the horn. And she's like, hey, don't worry about it. It's dead. Everything's cool, probably. I don't know. Later.
1: Yep, and then she wanders off and into the sunset... You know, like, very, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of sunrise, and it's not sunset, sunrise, and then uh, you see her put the mask on, and -hmm. then we go to credits for a bit.
0: And then two years later.
1: Yep. Chuck's still working the Rings of Saturn comic book store. Gets phone call on the same, like, 90s phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's Topher. He's like, I'm back.
1: <laughs> yep. And then the count goes, it t- goes from dead counselors to undead counselors, and has a
0: one. And that's and that. Then that's the end.
1: So, Chris, what did you think of this movie?
0: I think it was pretty good. The uh, horror comedy is very hit or miss genre normally, but I think this did uh, pretty good. And being just, uh, just goofy enough, it's it came from a place of love. Whoever made this, you can tell that they like horror movies. They get what horror movies are about. They know what's fun to poke fun at. They know what's what to leave alone. The counting gag is a pretty interesting way to kind of keep everything in order. So they can jump around as necessary to whatever flashback they feel like. Uh, I mean, it's it's got its cliches, like the friend who knows everything about horror movies, you know, Final Girl, Jock Guy, blah blah blah. But I mean, it's it's pretty good. I say give it a watch if you're looking for something a little different. If you're looking for something in the vein of uh, Final Girls, kind of Scream adjacent, something that is aware of what a horror movie is, and is going to poke fun at it, just for fun, like a less over-the-top Tucker and Dale kind of an affair. Yeah, if you're looking for something a little, uh, little more easy... Something that maybe uh, your non-horror buddies can get down with in a little bit. I say give this one a go. It's pretty good. What do you think, Mister Troy? I liked it. I, I
1: generally enjoy non-linear storytelling, <clears throat> so that was a plus for me. I like Fran Kranz and Allison Hannigan, so that was those were they were a plus for me. Um, like I said, it was smart. It was a smart horror comedy. It didn't sneer at any point or get sarcastic. It just. It just did what it needed to do to be funny and be a horror movie at the same time. Uh, Yeah, it was real good. I really enjoyed it. I think people should watch it. I mean, I think you probably should watch a slasher or two ahead of time just to make sure you kind of understand the genre a little bit, but I think it would be, it's good fun. I think people should watch this movie. And uh, at least for me, it was like five bucks to buy it on Amazon or something. So I just went and bought it instead of renting it for a buck. And I am not sad that I did that.
0: Hmm. So what are you watching next week, Chris? Uh, we are going to watch The Evil in Us, as suggested at- by Hot Lanta. Yeah, I have no idea what it is, but it's probably bad. Well, I would imagine so. I mean, just based on the sheer statistical probability of movies he's requested versus movies uh, that were worth watching. So you're saying that past performance is an indicator of future performance in this case? In this particular instance, yes. Okay. Yes. So what if other people something something segue to the stuff you're supposed to say now, Troy? Well,
1: they can find us on Facebook because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. They could email us at SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at gmail.com. They could tweet us at SlaughterPrince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. Uh, They could go to our subreddit, SHP Podcast. Uh, They could also listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. Uh, We have a YouTube channel, I believe. And if other ways to talk to us – one of the other ways to talk to us is our Discord server at Uh If you would like to buy merch, sweet, sweet merch, you could go to store.slutterhouseprincess.com. And if you would like to donate to our Patreon, you could go to patreon.slutterhouseprincess.com.
0: Mm-hmm. So come back next time for the evil in us, whatever that train wreck's going to be. And while our podcasts think about movies, we will drink
1: about movies.
0: Bye. Mask on. Fuck it,
1: mask on. Mask, on. mask on.